0: ladies and gentlemen what's up this is bc your host welcome on this monday evening um like i told you guys about a week or two ago i was gonna start like a show like a weekly bi-weekly maybe three times two three times a week i don't know a type of live because i like coming on these platforms live even though i know lives don't really help you that much in growing and they don't get the most views and blah 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 I enjoy doing it right like if it was up to me i would create all my content live because then i don't have to create any content i can just do it live however for business uh sense and purposes and to grow the platforms we have to do it right i'm obviously building up a new youtube channel from scratch right um you know if you're listening to me for the first time in a long time you guys know i got the platform facebook deleted all that shit, demonetized uh, we're kind of building from scratch right so i wanted to come on here and uh, talk. I'm going to have a guest come on today as well. I'm also going to open up the show moving forward to anybody, right? If anybody would be interested in coming on and asking some questions or just having like a short dialogue, I'd be more than happy to share the StreamYard link with you and then we we can get you on the show. I don't know if I'll do that today, but moving forward, we most definitely will open up the platform, okay? So I named this why 2024 will be most people's worst year. A lot of people aren't paying attention, They don't know what's going on. Now, I'm not here to speak doom and gloom. I'm not. But the reality is a lot of things have changed. The economy has changed. The market has changed. Money has changed. Inflation is through the roof. Consumer confidence is in the toilet, right? So where people were coasting by before and barely scraping by or doing okay, that's not going to cut it anymore. It's not. Because if you sell anything, if you're an entrepreneur and you were barely skating by, well, you're going to be ushered out now because you need much more skill know-how and you need to be putting more money into your business but what have we done we went through the whole c word right people got their government check people made a little bit of money with the booming real estate market and all that and what did they do they squandered it they wasted it on garbage they weren't smart They didn't listen to me preaching financial discipline and all that stuff. It doesn't matter. We're making money. Let's go party. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Miami. Let's club on the weekends. And now look, most people have their back against the wall. So many people are leaving the real estate industry. Entrepreneurs are getting destroyed. All the fake people are being outed on social media for flexing money they didn't have, et cetera, et cetera. People are disappearing. It's interesting to watch, huh? You're watching that crumble in front of you. Now, most people live in like a comfortable misery, right? Things are burning around them, but they become so accustomed to it, they don't really notice. But things are about to get really tough, and they have been, and they're about to get even worse for a lot of people. Now, again, I'm going to be talking a lot today about some things you can do differently, but I want to set the stage because a lot of people right now are retracting not investing in themselves not making moves pulling back cutting corners oh no i need to retract and wait and 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 pinch every penny that's not the move dude yes you have to be smart about cutting some expenses sure but you can't just fully hide in the closet or bury yourself in a hole and then oh i'm going to come out in a year when you know the dust has settled so people weren't serious before They're not gonna be serious now, a lot of people. Like, as an example, in my industry, in real estate and sales, if you're an entrepreneur and you sell any type of service especially, right? Right now, more than ever, there's a higher skill threshold. Meaning, people aren't just showing up like, oh yeah, I wanna buy. Now you actually have to have some sort of skill. You actually have to know how to communicate. But when I talk to people, there's no focus on that. There's no focus on developing it, right? People the people skills. People skills, right? Whatever you want to call them, right? You're building relationships, selling, articulating a point, being able to handle objections. All these things that I've been talking about for 10, people still haven't mastered that. They're not even good. They suck. Most people suck. I'll get on calls with people that say they're good. And I'm like, bro, like, are you kidding me? You're like fumbling your words. What do you mean you're good? You've had years to work on this. What have you been doing? Chasing the shiny object. Oh, I can just dance on TikTok. Oh, this person will just give me leads. It's always the fucking easy way out. And who's going to pay the price now? You. For not doing what you were supposed to do. That's the reality. Because in this same market, in these same times, I know people and I have students who are making cash over fist. Money right? A lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and everyone else around them is complaining. But because they did the, the real foundational, traditional things to build their business, built up clientele, developed their sales skills, they have effective marketing, all the things that you need to do. They didn't fall for the bullshit and the distractions. They're not scrolling on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube all, not, all day. They're not just listening to YouTube and podcasts all day which is what most people do, right? Number one, they're having a lot of conversations with a lot of people every day. Not emails, not text, conversations. So I would ask you, right? And you can put in the chat if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube, how many conversations, if you're a business owner right now, how many conversations are you having every day with people about your business and offering your service to people? Because if it's not at least live conversations, 40 or 50, what are you doing all day like what are you doing all day serious question what are you doing all day are you kidding me like i would be happy if you went out and went ah and just yelled because then people would notice you and then maybe you could have a conversation because somebody would come up to you and say hey are you okay why did you scream because then at least you would make a contact (laughs) and you would talk to somebody right like since when the since when was like the traditional foundational business practices thrown out the window? Oh, well, I can just social media and attract people. Okay, how are you going to attract them? Nobody fucking sees you and knows you. You're a nobody, just like I was 10 years ago when I started. Oh, I'm putting out reels. Yeah, but they get fucking 100 views. How many customers is that equaling you, right? You can't skip the hard work for that. I mean, it, 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 it's just that simple. You can do that stuff to supplement, sure. But the traditional foundational skill set systems, right? And all the things, where are they? Number one, how many people are you talking to? And when I ask that question, very few people answer or put a comment because they're not talking to anybody or they're so embarrassed that they're not talking to anybody. It's like, dude, if you're not doing that, that means if you were like a brick and mortar, like a store, your, your clothes sign would be up. You're not open for business, dude. Nobody knows about your business. Having a website is cool. Having an Instagram profile is cool. Having a YouTube channel is cool. But no one knows about your business. Closed mouths don't get fed. And in the beginning, before you blow up, unless you have hundreds of thousands of dollars to spend on marketing like all these big gurus, right? So you're in front of the whole world. If you don't have that, you got to be out there talking to people 24-7, dude all the time. Every conversation is a potential opportunity, but we won't do that. We come up with excuses. I'm an introvert. I don't want to do that. It's too much work. Oh, it's too hard. I don't want to get rejected, right? Because we have this, this Charmin Ultra, right? That tissue paper, the Charmin Ultra culture, which is what I call it. Soft, dude. Super soft. It's pathetic. It's super soft, man. It's sad. How pathetic. Like when I listen to people, how they talk about themselves, I'm like, dude, how can you talk about yourself like that? Aren't you ashamed? Don't you want to change that? You think someone's going to do business because that same talk you're giving me is the same vibe you give customers. That's why nobody wants to work with you. And number one, that's why you won't even approach people. Because it's like your own self, you're admitting to yourself that you're pathetic. Of course, you're not going to go out there. Of course, you're not going to talk to people. You don't even respect yourself. You wouldn't do business with you. Why would anybody else? Right now, that, that that's an issue in itself. But I would ask people: I don't care what you. I don't care if you fucking sell pencils. I don't care if you sell these shirts. I don't care if you sell real estate. If you sell something or you want to sell something, you need to talk to a shitload of people every day. A lot of people on the street, on the phone, go door to door, hound people twenty four seven. Why? That will be the best teacher for you than anything else you'll learn how to refine your pitch. right? You'll get frustrated. You'll want to get better because when you commit to that, you'll do all the things that you need to do to get better. And guess what? By sheer volume of conversations, you're going to create opportunities. How do I know this? Because that's what I did, my friends. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I started. I got a coach and he told me, talk to a lot of people. And that's what I did. And I sucked in the process, but I got better. It's that simple but we will invent everything to not do that nowadays now you can do other stuff however it can't replace what i just said later on when you have money right when you have skills now i can mold you into being a leader we can leverage and grow a team if you want to do it that comes later you can't skip this beginning portion because again if we're selling something right the customer isn't buying the product or service they're buying you If they don't like you, if you can't communicate the message, if you can't articulate, if they don't trust you, like you, and know you, they're not going to buy, no matter how good your product is. That's the reality. That's why all the time and money and investment needs to go into building yourself and being such a great speaker that selling is easy for you. That's what I obsessed about for years. That's why selling to me is like, give me anything, bro. I'll fucking sell it to anybody. It's not a problem. I'll sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady wearing white gloves and a white dress. No problem. Oh, Brian, where'd you get the confidence? From years of work. That's where I got it. And talking to thousands of people. Thousands of people. And people still refuse to do this. I put out my blueprint 10 years ago when I went online of what I did. And still, people don't match it. They don't listen to me. They don't do as I did. They don't do as I say. Because anything I've told anybody to do online ever, I've done myself a million times over. Best believe it. And I've shown it to you. You see? But that's what led me to now crafting like my own scripts, my own sales you know, techniques and all that stuff. Because, dude, I hammered the basics and fundamentals so much and then studied so much other shit. Got master practitioner and NLP and hypnosis and all body language expert and all this shit and obsessed about it. So I could get so good that one day I could create my own shit, which is what I did. That's why I love seeing the little BCites, right? The, the, the team BC people like my students do so well in their respective fields and markets. It's incredible. You see, but that's a testament to what I did. I went through the work. Now they're being rewarded because they joined me. And now they did the work. Fantastic. That's how we pass the baton to the next person. But you ain't just going to watch people or sit there and fantasize about it and then magically, oh, no, I'm good. No, dude, you got to go out there and get your ass kicked. And more so as time is going on, people are not willing to do that. No one's willing to share their losses. No one's willing to fail. No one's willing to do anything. They just want to start and be perfect. They want everything to work out. Like As an example, I've been doing calisthenics now for you guys who have been following me on Instagram and all that and even on YouTube now for two years. You think I'm satisfied with with, with what my results are? Fuck no. I want to be way farther ahead than I'm at now, but I'm still sticking to the process regardless if I bitch and moan, regardless if I break my fucking equipment and rings and throw the shit in frustration. My knuckle right here was swollen for two weeks from fucking punching a wall because I was so mad. And it's just now finally back down. I straight up cement wall, boom, I punched the shit out of it, out of frustration. And I still finished that workout and never missed a workout. But see, I'm dedicated to the process and I'm committed. Regardless of what I say or do, right? What I think, I am married to that process. Just like you heard the saying, I'm married to the game. Yep. Because the same shit I did in my business and basketball and everything else I'm doing in calisthenics and watch in a couple of years from now, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in a couple of months, but in a couple of years from now, you're going to be seeing me do all the same shit those motherfuckers do on Instagram, on my Instagram and YouTube in regards to calisthenics, the front lever, the planche, all that. Yes, I'm talking that shit now because in years I'm going to do it and I know it's going to take that long. And you know what? It's going to be that much more satisfying when I can do it. Because then I know, and you've been watching for years, what it took to get there. So it wasn't an overnight success. It was three, four, five, six, seven consecutive years of dedicated work. Getting my weighted pull-up up up and doing all these progressions and building my tendons and my muscles and all that stuff. And I'm enjoying the process. Does it frustrate me because I'm not at the end yet? Yes. But that's the fuel to the fire to keep going. Why? I use the anger and frustration for energy to keep moving forward. Because what's the other option? Quit? Then then why did you start? What's the point? You did all of that. Like when you quit, you literally did everything for nothing. That's what happens. Like when you quit, then it's over. Until you quit, it's not over. When you quit, yeah, it's over. Of course, you put in the towel. You raise the white flag. I'm done. But if you haven't quit and you haven't stopped, how can someone tell you you failed or it's over? You haven't because you're continuing to go. The person who told you no, this is why people have such a hard time with rejection. I knock on this door, they say no. Does that mean I can never knock on a door again or talk to anybody else? No, I go on to the next one. The game is over if I decide to not play the game anymore. Then it's over. If not, I continue to go. And the next door, no, next door, no. Eventually I'm gonna get a yes. And how many stories do you guys need to hear? You know, uh, Colonel Sanders, he got rejected from over a thousand fucking places. And then finally, someone accepted his KFC recipe. You guys have heard all those stories a million times. Why do you think you're going to be special? And the first door you knock on, they say yes. That's pretty naive and immature and egotistical and entitled to think that. It really is. That you're going to somehow skip the process that everybody else had to go through. And again, I have conversations and I'm going to bring my guest on. He does too with people all the time who have that entitlement, who think, I don't have to do what you did. I'm going to get there a different way. Like, I'm going to skip all that and just get there. No, you're not. And you're going to fail miserably trying to do it that way because you think you're special. I don't think I'm special. I never have. I'm not. I'm not special. Why, why is it so hard for... Why? Because, well, my mommy said I'm special. Okay. All our moms call us special, dude. Grow up grow up all right all right let's bring our guest on <gasps> oh man alden my man the man that needs no what's only-
1: up you see how's yeah, it going he
0: put, he put the chain on he means business tonight.
1: Uh, i didn't even know. i didn't even know i was sitting there It just feels natural around my neck now <laughs> dude so i named this
0: else. yeah i named this why 2024 will be the most will be most people's worst year and i mean I'm, you've been on for a few minutes now i see like the backstage um, so do you have anything to add right now to, to what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, man. It, you know, it's interesting cause everybody does, everybody wants that shortcut and I see it everywhere and it's not just real estate. It's, you know, in jujitsu, you know, when I played a lot of poker, um, even in baseball, you know, me and my back in times where me and my dad, um, uh, Friday, you know, every day after practice, you know, we would go home and we would hit the batting cage and, Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, while everybody else is playing around, we're out in the field, you know, fielding ground balls. And it's, you know, spending a lot of money on coaching to really just get the technique down and and understand the fundamentals uh, efficiently. You have to invest in yourself. Everybody wants to make more money, but how can you make more money if you never invest in yourself, if you never learn the skills you know, a common topic, maybe not so much at the moment, but the the minimum wage, you know, and fast food workers deserve to get paid more. Well, if you don't bring a valuable skill to the market, how can you expect to get paid more? If everybody can do your job, how, how, why do you deserve more money? Everybody can do what you're doing. So, you know, it's just, to me, it's a combination of you have to stick with it. You know, you made a good point about, um, you know if you if you start and then you quit you did it all for nothing i mean yep. you know i'm in a point right now where my business is slow too it's december you know a lot of people are giving me um you know we want to we'll start doing something in january and i have a lot of great uh strong pipeline opportunities in january but you know i'm not having success and every day you have to tell yourself you know keep going the the process works and it always does you just have to stick with it so and that was a lot but
0: and I know I know why it's like that, bro. All the shortcuts and everything you just said because our culture's soft. It is. It, it's offensive to say what you just said. Oh, well, what do you mean everybody can do my job? Yes, motherfucker, everybody can do your job. I can put a robot in there to flip a hamburger. Now, I understand everyone goes through shit and sometimes you have to start there. Great, but that doesn't mean it has to be a career. I could have been the best fucking janitor in the world, but I would have created my plan to be the janitor for one year, save up my money, and then make the jump that I need to make to the next thing. But even when I was a janitor, I put in the pride, but it's not offensive what we said. It's the truth. You're, you're, you're replaceable. You need to become irreplaceable. So as an example, when it comes to selling, I know I can sell like a motherfucker and I know I can teach a lot of people. And I know when I meet with a client, they're going to get something different with me, hands down. And they're going to know right away, like within seconds, probably a minute or less of us interacting like, okay, this guy's different, right? Right. Him as an agent is different. His skill set is different. I can trust him more. He's more confident. Now a lot of that has to do with the work that I did, but a lot of it is the communication, which is which is what we emphasize because th- th- that's that's the the connection that you have with a client is the communication, right? Marketing brings them in, but then you have to communicate and you have to establish contact. And if you suck at that, well, you just wasted your money marketing, right?
1: Uh, yeah, ad- absolutely, man. And you know, um, it- It's just people. Yeah. It it just boils down to people want to avoid the the hard work and you can't shortcut the process. I mean, you can't, you'll never, you'll never make it.
0: So, you you know, while I have you on, bro, what is maybe like one or two things you'd recommend for people to start now? So like they can build momentum, make a change. So way like starting 2024, they're already on the right, right path.
1: Yeah, man, I would highly recommend picking up an auto line dollar triple line dollar Mojo, Red X, um, any of the systems out there and just having at least 20 to 30 conversations with people a day. I can't find a better way to talk to people than outbound prospecting. Yeah, you can you can do the marketing thing and you can get the leads in and, and, you know, you can do all these different approaches that maybe draw leads in, but there's no better way to take control of your business than to actually pick up the phone and consistently have conversations with with people every day. It's a numbers game. I mean, it's a numbers game. So you have to, there's no confusion about, you know, having real estate success. If you just talk to a certain number of people every day, you will do a certain number of transactions. And funny enough, that number of transactions is going to be a lot more than everybody else who's waiting for business to fall in their lap. You know, I know it sounds like a crazy idea, but... Um, you know, it, it, it's proven time and time and time again, yeah.
0: bro. I got people who, who follow me and who are in the program, right? Cause Alden's part of, you know, team BC and everything that we do distinguish agent and all that. And we have a couple people that are like outliers that like maybe don't come on the lectures and stuff, but they tell me, you know, they're one of them's like uh, in the car detailing business. A couple of them are insurance, like the, these other types of jobs that fall under the umbrella of entrepreneur, but they're not in real estate that apply these tactics of calling and door to door. And they tell me they're crushing it. Right. They're just picking up customers left and right. You know, in the beginning, you know, they fumbled a little bit and it sucked. But once they got the momentum going and they figured it out, they just, they're like, man, I'm getting new clients every day. This is amazing. Right. I'm glad I went through like the pain period of the first couple weeks or month to like figure it out. And I'm like, bingo. Right. So it's universal in its application. Right. Now I was brought into the space of online through real estate just because that's the career path that I chose. But much of this is universally applicable. And this is what people miss. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it works, and yeah, and people want to challenge that. Oh well, that's outdated. I mean, you've seen the fucking ads. Oh, like don't do that. It, it, you know, people did that in the eighties. Motherfucker, we're still doing it now.
1: Well, and and a a key point that always comes in my mind, you know, when I hear people wanting to avoid it is. You can't build character and you can't become a certain level of person without going through trials and tribulations. And so you have to be in the trenches doing the work. And even if you were to stumble across, you know, some level of success, you know, say five people happen to want to reach out to you at the same time to all do a transaction at the same time. If you haven't done business or you're not, you know, going through emotional triumph, so you can build your emotional strength and stability, you're not going to be prepared to handle it. Yep. And all that money that you think is, oh, you know, five people just fell in my lap. You're not going to be able to close the deals. Or if you do, you're going to have a, a nightmare going through the process, all the emotions that it takes to deal with it, being able to manage the different clients. Because in the real estate business, it's a lot of managing emotions of things that of other people's emotions that people get flustered over things that are really out of your control. And you have to be able to sit there and calm them down, talk them through it. Yep. And like you mentioned, this is a universal presence. This is valuable in relationships. The divorce rate's 50, 60% right now. You know, probably the, the half of the other people that are in relationships are probably not happy. Um, people aren't working on themselves and people can't figure out, you know, why they're not happy. And, you know, I, I, some of the stuff you talk about more on the, the advanced lectures, I think you might've taken off the, the system, but, or out of the program, but even when it comes to fulfillment, hard work going through something and earning it is fulfilling the best times that I've, you know, when I look back at my life, some of my most cherished memories were the time when, you know, me and my dad, I'm fucking beat tired and we're <laughs> on the field, you know, and, and hitting baseballs. And then I'm doing the same shit. I'm throwing my stuff like angry at how terrible I'm doing, but, but I'm out there every single day putting in the work when I'm in the cold, when I was doing cold call I was in a room with literally no windows and I was cold calling four to five hours a day. Yep. It, it, you think it was a, a great time when it was happening? Absolutely not. But I knew what was going to come across. or I knew what was going to come out on the other side if I just continuously push through it on a daily basis. And those are the, the memories that of all things I've done in my life is the ones that I struggled and came out on the other side that I cherish the most. And and that's a part that people don't miss is that, 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 you know, as I think Jay Cole says it, there's beauty in the struggle. um, But you have to be able to see it and realize it in order to, to um, experience it.
0: Yeah. I love it, bro. Cool. I appreciate you coming on, man. Is there any other words of wisdom you want to give before we, we part ways?
1: (sighs) Just keep going, man. Um, If you, you know, uh, when I talk about investing in themselves, you know, uh, shameless plug, I'll say the Agagi it's set up for you step-by-step, step, you know, get in there. It, if you're afraid to make calls or if you're afraid to really put yourself out there, putting yourself in a situation or, you know, risking money, these are the types of things that you have to do to to get yourself over the hump. And so um, the Agagi is a great program to be in distinguished agent um, or whatever coach that, that you resonate with the most um, invest in yourself, start working on your skills and next year will be better for you.
0: Yeah, I love it, man. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Cool. We have uh, Jordan showing up saying, Legends, I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Thank you. My boy, Greg McDaniel. He's done 900,000 cold calls and doors. Man, that's the homie right there, in Northern California. Check him out. So great question by Scott here, right? Weird idea. I'm trying to convince some touring national comedians to get a real estate license. Any one of them with 30 K followers would bank hundred deals a year. What do you think about building a team that way? I think that's a great idea, Scott. What I would do if I was you is I would utilize the cloud-based brokerage model for that. Cause you can build a team without having to charge them, but you would still get paid off their deals because of the revenue share and how that company model set up. So you could go the traditional team route and create a referral network or you could take advantage of like real or exp or one of those cloud, cloud cloud-based brokerages and build a network with them. And I think that could give you the opportunity to expand that even bigger, um, and do really well, but that's a great idea, man. And you could definitely do it. You could definitely do it, man. Great question. So my man, Greg, again, super soft. Yes. The world is super soft. You're right. (laughs) So Alden made some good points. Five deals fall into your lap. Is that repeatable and duplicatable though, right? What we teach and preach and how we built our businesses the traditional way, everything is repeatable, duplicatable, scalable, right, measurable. The other way is not. It's just deals falling in your lap because of chance or luck. And how many businesses do you know that are successful long-term that rely on luck or chance? I'll wait. Zero. The companies that you adore, that you view as the top of the top that you're like, wow, they're so prestigious. They're so big. Traditional. They do things the right way, they follow the fundamentals. They're not gimmicky. Think about all the people that have sold stuff to us over the last 10 years. How many of them are still around? The gimmicky types? I don't know any. Do you? And and that could be a determining factor for people, especially when your back is against the wall because then you get desperate. And that puts you in a worse position emotionally to make a rational decision, which is why some of you and some people will go with those gimmicks to build their business or make change. It could be anything, right? So you need to be of sound mind, right? We need to be more decisive, but we also need to make sure that we make more decisions and we make more efficient decisions more often. Have you ever critiqued your decision-making process? I do all the time. That's definitely something that has to improve for you. Cause many of you won't even start something because you're indecisive. Should I do this? Should I do that? Just pick one and go, how about that? Flip a coin and go, whatever makes you go faster. So I'm not all about trying to rush people, but when it comes to getting into action, you wanna get into action quickly. You wanna come to my event and then apply the stuff as soon as you leave the door. Not leave on a Friday. Well, we're going to start on Monday. No, no, no. You start immediately. If you learned a line to say when you call, call your leads right after you leave and use it. Go out the next day or that night and go door to door and make calls and use the stuff that you learned. From acquisition of the information or knowledge to implementation, that gap needs to be shortened. (laughs) I'll talk to people who prepare for six months or a year. It's like, what are you preparing for, bro? It's like a day or two of preparation and then action. If that, we have, we have, we have to stop giving ourselves, and I think that's a big one for next year, this false sense of accomplishment because we watch videos or listen to podcasts. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I, I don't get why people pat themselves on the back for doing that. It doesn't make any sense. Education is great, true education that you're hungry for, that you acquire, and then that that you use, that you embody, right? If I'm reading or learning something philosophical and spiritual, let's say, right? About embodying certain principles and becoming a certain version of myself. Am I actually doing that and becoming it? Or am I just reading it to then brag to people that I've read it? Because that's what I see nowadays. It becomes this, Oh, I read. Oh, I know him. I follow him. Oh, I read this. It's like, who gives a shit? What is it doing for your life? Because, you're reading all this good stuff, but I look at your life and your life sucks, dude. You're not happy. You're not making the money that you want. You're not satisfied. You're not fulfilled. Then what's the point? What's the point? So that has to be done. And that's one thing I can say I did from the beginning. When I was reading all those classic books in the beginning, when I decided to get into real estate 10 years ago and do the whole online thing, I was immediately implementing stuff. I would literally stop reading in the middle of learning like a technique, like a meditation technique or whatever and I would do it right away or I would write something down that I had to do, right? It told me to, or do an exercise. I would stop reading, do the exercise and then go back to it. If I learned something, I would use it that day, right? If it was an observation I had to make, I did it immediately. It's like, okay, I learned, boom, apply. I learned, apply. I learned, apply. But everyone now is, Read, read, learn, 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 watch videos, watch videos. No applying. It's not going to do anything for you. So if we continue that same cycle, most people, the next 6 to 12 months is going to be very ugly for them. Because when things were good, in quotes, people could skate by with doing the bare minimum or being average. Now, uh uh-uh, not going to happen. So you have a choice to make. Am I going to make the changes that i need to make and become the person i need to become or am i going to keep doing the same thing and bury myself in such a hole that i'm probably not going to be able to ever get out of it the choice is yours the choice is yours okay so that's it for today guys remember december 2nd i'm doing another event the 2024 blueprint which is free the event bride is below i will be streaming it online and also I will do it in person at HQ in Miami, my office. Number two, we recently launched the Real Estate agogi, which is like an introductory program for the people who are newer, don't have money, right? That link is also below. I'd recommend you join that if you're stone cold rookie and I do it now. If you're doing pretty good and you really want to level up, get on my Distinguished Agent program. That'll just catapult you. But if you're brand new, part-time, right now your back is against the wall, you don't really have much money, then get on the agagi. I think that'll help you a lot, right? Every other link is below. If you want to talk to me about real brokerage, you want to check out my website and all the other stuff that we offer, you're more than welcome to. Uh, But yeah, that's it for this one, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to the future episodes where we have some more people come on uh, because we can have some interesting conversations. Okay, have a good night. Peace out.